0: So there's me, all hearts and flowers about helping people to have decent housing, which is a great principle to have. But what came out of my April 2023 goal review is that if I want to live in Malawi and earn an income that I can use to help the most people, then I have to pivot and I have to now leverage my rental property to make that money. And this completely blew my mind. My name is Dr. Asha Sefanit Wadasi. And like many people of African descent, I used to live in the UK, but I always had a dream which developed into a plan to move to an African country of my dreams. After traveling around several African countries on the African continent, I finally settled on Malawi, a small country the size of the UK which is in the east side of the African continent and I love it here. My podcast is about my life in Malawi, how I got here, how I'm managing to stay here and some of the interesting things I get up to during my daily life. I also focus on helping you to break through with your own best life plans for living in your own hot country of your dreams or just having the life you want. I also look at your money freedoms, your job freedoms and many other things that can help you to get that best life. So stick with me as I take you through the Living Your Best Life in Africa experience. It's going to be a blast. Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast and this is episode 165. So as you know, I'm building two houses in Malawi. Following me on this podcast, you will know that my goal was to build the two houses on my plot which I bought using my side hustle money And also, if you're in my private Facebook group, you will have seen the odd picture or video about the progress of the build. So, recently I reviewed my goals in Malawi, which I generally tend to do every March or April of the year. Last year, when I reviewed these goals, it led to me deciding to build two houses. One for me to live in, and another house which I was planning to rent out to a local family. But when I reviewed my goals in April 2023 whilst in Malawi, what I found out is that the rental market for homes, whilst buoyant, is not really where the money is to be made. Now, this came as a complete shock to me. So there's me, all hearts and flowers, about helping people to have decent housing, which is a great principle to have. But what came out of my April 2023 goal review is that if I want to live in Malawi and earn an income that I can use to help the most people, then I have to pivot and change direction and I have to leverage my rental property to make more money. And this completely blew my mind. Because what I've now decided to do is to turn my rental house into a local guest house, which can be rented out on a short-term let basis for a much higher fee. It's not quite Airbnb, but it's sort of a local Airbnb. You see, what I discovered is that Salima, where I live, is a hot tourist destination and it's getting hotter. It's also where we have some really exciting technology advances, like for example, where we have the first solar energy farm, which aims to electrify the whole town. Because of these exciting developments, we have a lot of executives and professionals who come to town alongside tourists who like to holiday in Salima, but also like to stay in Salima rather than in the coastal town of Senga Bay, which is much more expensive to stay in. So because of this yearly influx of people who want to stay in the local Salima area, the lodges, which are like The mid types of accommodation between hotels and guest houses, well the best lodges are always full to overflowing and there is an acute shortage of top quality short-term let housing which is where my guest house will come in. When I've talked about being able to pivot your side hustle, meaning being able to turn your plans around to face the direction of an oncoming opportunity, This is exactly what I mean, which for me is being able to pivot from offering a normal rented accommodation to making some small internal changes with the build to turn that property into a guest house. So in running towards the opportunity, I will be completing the small house, but it will now become a guest house to be rented out for short term lets to professionals and tourists who are looking for good quality accommodation in the local area and i couldn't be more pleased because as i said this will allow me to take a better income from the property which will then allow me to invest more in local projects that benefit more people so when i last spoke about the property build in november 2022 I had just completed the first phase of the build which was about clearing the land and laying the foundation to then start building the family home but what you will also remember is that I started the build late so I decided to lay the foundations first and then leave the building of the house until after the rainy season because it would allow the foundations to settle and I would be able to assess the strength of the foundations well We're now past that stage with the rains finishing in March and the foundations fared really well after this year's rains, which if you watch the news you will know were quite devastating for some parts of Malawi. It was a really sad time. In Salima we had bad rain but our deadly time was during last year's rains. We fared much better this year and heartily the government have moved very quickly to help people repair damage caused to local towns, cities, roads and people's homes. So, when I went to have a look at the foundations and the building site, I saw that everything was okay there. But one of the other things which I saw was that there was enough room to put two additional houses on the site Now, I eventually opted to put only one additional house on the site to the left of the family home in one of the quieter corners of the plot. And that's because it served the purpose of me being able to build that second house, but also wanting more space on the right hand side of the property where there is more sun and where I can grow vegetables and sit outside in the sun and enjoy the space. And of course, I didn't want to be surrounded by houses on both my sides. I then decided to pivot and instead of building the family home first, I decided to build the smaller house first, which will now become the guest house. Because, well, I can get that house finished quicker because it's a smaller house, but also because it will allow me to move out of my rented accommodation, which I don't really like to move into the small house whilst the family home is being built. And I'm really happy with this decision and the difference between last year's decision and this year's progress. And so now I'm right at the beginning of the building season in 2023. And as long as I have money to pay for the build, I can complete both houses before the building season ends in December 2023. So phase one of the build was to clear the ground and build the foundations of the family home and this is now complete. Moving into phase two of the build I've now laid the foundations for what will be the guest house and phase three will be to complete the outside structure of the guest house and currently phase two is almost complete. I'm going to post some pictures in my private Facebook group so you can see the different angles of the build. So if you're not in the group and the group's called "Black Sit to live in your best life in Africa, then you need to get in there now because it's the place where you will get the inside take on what's happening with the guest house business and where I'll eventually post the facts and figures in case you have a plan to do something similar or in case you just want to see how everything's going. So within the next four weeks, the outside structure of the house will be built using local bricks, which look a bit rough to the eye because they're not as uniform in shape as the bricks we have in the West. But that's not a problem because the bricks are usually double plastered both inside and outside the house to give that straight finish. And it also gives the structure strength. So when you look at it and you think it all looks a bit rough, that's not something we worry about. One of the other things that I've just done is had the windows made by a local welder who has literally built these windows in his back garden because this is what you have to do in Malawi and this is how you make local products. It's all pretty amazing and one of the main things is that it helps to keep the price of building really quite reasonable. So the plan is that by the end of May to the first two weeks in June, the house will be completely ready and then I will move from my rented accommodation into the guest house whilst the family home is being built and I expect that build to start round about August 2023. So for me, moving into the guest house is a great pivot because what this will do is give me the time to get the house ready for the first guests and very quickly learn how to become a guest house proprietor, something which I never saw myself doing. And of course, which I've never done before. I've stayed in hotels all over the world, but I've never run anything like one. Now, one of the great things is that I know I'll get a lot of satisfaction from running a guest house and I know it will be a profitable side hustle, but it also requires careful planning and management. So I have to go on a quick learning curve to make sure the guest house offers comfortable and well-equipped rooms that meet the needs of the guests. I also have to make sure the rooms are clean, well furnished and equipped with all the necessary amenities such as Wi-Fi and good security. And I'll also have to look for at least two members of staff, which will likely be a groundsman slash security person and a housekeeper, both of whose jobs it will be to take care of the guest house. And of course, I'm going to have to make sure they're trained to handle guests' needs, complaints and requests. And I'll need the staff because I have other side hustles that I work on. A guest house is not my passion, but it's something that has to be done. So I'm going to need staff to cover that for me because I cannot be around all the time. So I need to know that when I'm not around, the business will run smoothly, whether I'm in Malawi or not. Another thing I'm going to have to consider is the food that is allowed to be prepared in the house. And this is where the flashpoint may likely come because my family are vegan. In fact, we are very vegan, meaning we don't cook non-vegan foods at all, like ever so any guests staying with us will either have to cook their own non-vegan food themselves or they'll have to go onto the high street to look for the food they want. But what this food issue throws up for me is a way to flip the script from something that could be a negative into a positive. And the thought came to me in the middle of the night when I sat up and suddenly realised that what I'm going to do is to provide two sets of utensils, two sets of crockery and two sets of cooking pans. One set for people who are vegan and the other set for everyone else. Because I know me and this is something that bugs me about staying in guest houses where I have to cook. Because I want to be sure about the status of the things I'm using and I don't want to cook in Pots and pans and eat off plates that have had non vegan products on them. So when we're travelling around Malawi, we have what's called a go bag, and in that go bag has everything that we need to cook food and eat food. And that way, my mind is at rest. And so, because I know it's something that bugs me about staying in guest houses. I want to be sure that the status of the things others will have to use is also to the right standard and the only way I can think of doing that is to provide two sets of utensils which are for vegan use and non-vegan use and this is something I'm definitely going to do. The final thing I need to take a look at is how I communicate with my potential customers and what I will have to do to promote the guest house. Now, because we're in Salima, we're really lucky because for every property that is available, there are going to be two to three to four different people looking to rent that property. But I will still use social media to promote my offer and increase the visibility of my guest house. It's all really exciting. On a more formal note, especially if you're looking to do something similar, I'll have to look at business registration to register the guest house as a business in Malawi. And I do that with the Registrar General's Office under a piece of legislation called the Business Names Act. I then have to look at accommodation licensing because I may be required to obtain a license from the Malawi Tourism Council to operate my guest house. But that does depend on the size and location of my guest house. And it's a small three bedroom property. So I'm not sure I'll have to check this. And then let's not forget about health and safety because I may need to comply with health and safety regulations, which may include fire safety regulations, food hygiene standards and sanitation requirements, all of which will have to be complied with if it's required. And no sooner have I breathed out, then there's taxation requirements for which I'll have to register with the Malawi Revenue Authority to comply with all tax laws. And finally, I'll have to look at employment law and comply with labour laws for things like minimum wage requirements and social security contributions. To be sure I get all of this right, I'm going to have to tap into the Who You Know Network in Malawi to get the advice I need to be sure I've got this right. Once I exhale, after doing all that serious stuff, I'm really looking forward to the enjoyment I'm going to get from doing this because I'll get to meet new people from all over the world and learn about different life experiences. I'll also get to experience the living your best life in Africa freedom that best life planning can bring when you have a solid income that is regular and sustainable and that will give me the opportunity to set my own schedule and work on my own terms. This can be particularly attractive when I'm seeking that work-life balance because it's another side hustle where I get to be my own boss and that brings the best kind of best life satisfaction, not least because I get to contribute to the local economy, create employment for others And also, it will encourage people staying with us to spend money in the local town. And this means a lot to me. But most of all, registering a business in Africa is really, really up there in the success stakes for me, because my first two side hustles are registered in the UK. And registering my guest house, which I still have to find a name for, well, This will be my first side hustle business registered in an African country. And in terms of the living your best life in Africa ethos, this is exactly what I have dreamt of achieving. So what's in all of this for you? Well, I hope you take inspiration from this update and that it helps you to focus on whether you need to pivot in your side hustle thinking to take advantage of an opportunity to solve problems your customers or other people may have. I'm really looking forward to hearing your views about this update and also whether I've missed anything and whether there's any advice you can give me. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to more information and you can subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing. Also, why not leave me a review on iTunes or a star rating on Spotify if you like what I'm doing? Both of these things will help make this podcast more visible and will always help to grow the podcast. Finally, from me, every fork in the road delivers an opportunity to flip the script, find a positive side to reflect on and then take a direction towards an opportunity you never thought you would take. I hope this happens for you too. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and for this week's episode, I'm out. Thank you.